Good morning, City Church. This is Val Catro with a moment of reflection during the season of Advent, a moment to see God's heart for redemption, a moment of hope. As Harrison explained yesterday, we're switching things up here on Good Morning City Church as we observe Advent, the time in the church calendar when we wait in anticipation to celebrate Jesus' first coming here on earth and look with hope to when he comes again. We're doing this by looking at scripture with the occasional assist from Sally Lloyd-Jones' Jesus Storybook Bible that helps us see God's big story, his long-term, slow-burn redemption plan for those he loves. And today, we are starting at the beginning. It's a very good place to start, I hear. Let's turn to Sally Lloyd-Jones' telling to get us going. She writes, In the beginning, there was nothing. Nothing to hear, nothing to feel, nothing to see, only emptiness and darkness, and nothing but nothing. But God was there, and God had a wonderful plan. I'll take this emptiness, God said, and I'll fill it. Out of the darkness, I'm going to make light, and out of the nothing, I'm going to make everything. Like a mommy bird flutters her wings over her eggs to help her babies hatch, God hovered over the deep, silent darkness. He was making life happen. God spoke. That's all. And what he said, it happened. From there, we are taken through a rushing, bursting account of creation full of exclamation points. Light, sea, sky, land, trees, stars, sun, moon, birds, fish, and on and on until we meet Adam and Eve. People, as Sally Lloyd-Jones puts it, to share God's forever happiness. And then... As Genesis 1.31 tells it, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Now at this point you might be saying, Yes, great, we know the creation story. But what does that have to do with God's plan for redemption? Well, in order to understand God's plan to redeem creation, we have to start with his love for creation. We have to understand why he thinks it's worth saving. The answer is pretty simple, because he made it. And because he made it, it isn't only good, it is very good. Or as the Jesus Storybook Bible puts it, God saw all that he had made and he loved them, and they were lovely because he loved them. In the coming weeks, we're going to hear accounts from the Bible full of tough stuff. Sin and suffering are all over these stories. Sometimes it can be hard to find the thread of God's redemption, his love for his people in those places. But if we keep our eyes or ears open to it, it will be there. And we can do that today as we think back on this story of creation. We live in the world Sally Lloyd-Jones talks about so enthusiastically in this story. What's more, we are included in God's sweeping assessment of it was very good. Take some time today to think about that. I mean, really think about it. Look at the sky. Look at the leaves carpeting the median along Monument Avenue. Look at the bubbles gathering at the surface of your coffee. Look at your best friend's face. Look at your own fingerprints. And remember that God made all of that, made all of you, and he thinks you are worth saving. I get it. 
It can be hard to look around at the world, to look at creation right now, and find a whole lot of what God was and is so excited about. Sin and suffering are all over the place in our stories, too. But to appreciate creation doesn't write off the need for its repair. We can do both. To do so allows us to image God as we tap into the knowing of what was, what is, and what will be. To help us do that today, I'd like to close with some words from author John Green. In his book, The Anthropocene Reviewed, Green talks about wanting to fall in love with the world, which I think is what God did as he created it. I hope that his words give us, God's image bearers and the recipients of his redemption plan, a place to start as we think today about his full, glorious creation, his desire to save it and us from brokenness, and our place within all of that. Green writes, To fall in love with the world isn't to ignore or overlook suffering, both human or otherwise. For me, anyway, to fall in love with the world is to look up at the night sky and feel your mind swim before the beauty and the distance of the stars. It is to hold your child while they cry and watch the sycamore trees leaf out in June. When my breastbone starts to hurt and my throat tightens and tears well in my eyes, I want to look away from feeling. I want to deflect with irony or anything else that will keep me from feeling directly. We all know how loving ends. But I want to fall in love with the world anyway, to let it crack me open. I want to feel what there is to feel while I am here. Thanks for listening. Tune in on Monday for another episode of Good Morning City Church. As we hope, stay well and do good. Thank you.